0: You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. all right my friends thank you so much for tuning in and for listening i so appreciate you being here so there are so many of you that are new and tuning in thank you i love you holy cow i don't know how you found me but i want to let you know that i super appreciate you tuning in and listening This episode is going to be a good one. You know, I did a survey and a lot of you guys asked about self-comparison and playing that self-comparison game and that dang old Instagram, OMG, hello, explore tab makes all of our inner critics go like insane. So I wanted to give you some tools today on how to navigate that a little bit better. Now, before we go anywhere, I want to take a second to read the review of the week. And this one is from Rachel M from the US of A. (laughs) She is unraveling Rachel over on Instagram and she writes five stars, aligning, authentic and ass kicking. I discovered Kelly's podcast through dear friends and now mastermind buddies that I met at Jess Lively's C-School. They raved about her courses, her podcast and her overall positive and motivational vibe. I've been listening to the podcast for a bit now and I just love it. Kelly is so real relatable and incredibly talented thank you rachel it is my go-to now for getting into a lemon and sparking my motivation very high vibe Thank you so much, Rachel, for writing those sweet and kind words. I so appreciate you. I'm sending you a virtual hug your way, like one of those really big bear hugs. (laughs) Thank you so, so much. So if you want to be the podcast review of the week, all you got to do is leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and be sure to leave your Instagram handle in the comment. I'm still rocking that giveaway. So if you want to win both of my courses, which include Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, this giveaway literally has a value of 2300 USD. <laughs> I always say USD because I'm in Canada and everything is in US dollars. So if you want to win and snag those two free classes, just leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. So before we dive in, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. So thank you so much, Podigy, for supporting this episode today. Podigy is a company that edits podcasts and they edit the Kelly Track Show, aka I am so Absolutely freaking in love with their work. They make my life really easy. This year, well, I guess the last quarter of this year and going into 2019, this is my year of outsourcing. I'm like, I'm no longer doing all the shit I hate. So, Riley and his team at Podgy are amazing at editing podcasts, even setting up your show, getting it on iTunes, all that good stuff. They love this stuff. And if you have a podcast and editing and the back end work is not your zone of genius, give it to Riley and his team. It, this is so their zone of genius and they love it and they're amazing at it. So if you are looking to sign up, just tell them that the Kelly Track Show sent you and you're going to get 50% off your first month of podcast editing, which is pretty sweet. Plus support for today also comes from my friends at for Sigmatic. So I love this stuff. I'm obsessed with Lion's Mane. It's one of my favorite adaptogenic mushrooms out of all of them because of the focus it provides. And I love the mushroom matcha by For Sigmatic, that it's like the tastiest matcha on the market. Otherwise, I don't like matcha. I'm like, I don't know, it tastes really earthy. But For Sigmatic, I got hooked on these iced matchas I'd made in the summer and I'm like still drinking them. I'm having some. I brought some with me because I'm filming a new course. And whenever I feel like I need a little oomph, I'm like, okay, For Sigmatic, hit me up with that lion's mane. So if you want to save 15% on your next Four Sigmatic purchase, just use the code KellyTrack at checkout, which is all one word. uh, And you can save 15% off anytime. All right, peeps, that's all I want to say to you. And let's get into this amazing and juicy episode. Okay, let's talk about self-comparison and how to get over the comparison trap and looking at other people who have really hot Instagrams and thinking, oh my God, why am I not as good looking as them or cool as them or smart as them? And I'm not there yet. All that kind of good stuff our ego likes to say to us on a consistent basis. You guys, I'm so not immune to this. Like, I have tools around mastering my mindset and all that kind of good stuff I teach you in my little workshops and courses and all that kind of things. But the self-comparison always rears its ugly head. And it's like, you can do all the things. And then you see that one girl who's got that really good outfit on. And like, she looks so pulled together with her like gold necklaces and like flawless hair. And you're like, man, how come I look like a sack of potatoes all the time? And then your inner critic just like terriers on you for like the hour, do you feel that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or oh my god, this one. Okay. This is the where I fall into the trap all the time. I get really caught up in people who have more successful businesses than me and then I get into the like, "Oh my god, why am I not there yet? What am I doing wrong? I might not be as good enough. Like that might not be for me." And it just it like eats me and it's so annoying and I hate it, and I'm human and it happens. So, just saying, just saying like I teach this stuff and I'm human and I experience it like it happens like all the time (laughs) and in the world of Instagram. Oh, every single day. So I want to give you some tools today on how to kind of nip this in the bud. So my first tip for you is this, which accounts on Instagram trigger you the most? Which people bring up your inner critic the most? Which YouTubers, which podcasters, which authors, which people who have restaurants or Etsy shops, whoever these people are, I want you to think of them. Who are these peeps? If you could list like three or five people who are quote unquote triggering your self comparison on Instagram or social media, figure these people out. This is really important because these people trigger you for a reason. And I want you to ask yourself this, why do they trigger me? Why do they ignite this within me? Why does this person bring up all my shit? And why does this person make me feel like this? This is so fascinating because quite often we don't even take a second to ask ourselves a question. We just scroll with our thumb again and again and again. And we feel triggered, but we just keep scrolling and it kind of gets worse. So I want you to pause and go through those exact two questions. Who is this person? Identify them and why are they making me feel jealous or triggered or upset or anxious or nervous? You want to deep dive on this because this has good clarity and answers for you. So here is my second tip. What is this person doing out there in the world that you are not letting yourself do? Okay, let me repeat this one more time because it's really important. What is this person doing out there in the world that you are not letting yourself do? We get triggered and we feel jealous and we feel angry with ourselves when we see people kicking butt, you know, really kicking ass, doing what they desire, showing up big, really showing up as who they really are. They're really fully embodied. And sometimes where we feel jealous, that is the universe's way of saying like, hey, my dear friend, you can do this too. You have the power to show up just like this. You could be totally doing that thing on the stage. You could totally have that Etsy shop. You could have that like really amazing donut shop that's like really taking off but you're not so the universe sends us these people or these accounts on Instagram to really remind us to step into our own power because whenever we get jealous it's literally like the universe giving you a clue like uh you should be doing something along these lines take a second and think like what is it what is it that i am preventing myself from doing where am i holding myself back when i see these people doing their thing on Instagram what is that exact piece that I know I should be doing myself? And I know this is a hard question because usually when we see these people, we want to get defensive about our situation or angry about them, or we get upset with them, or we kind of look down at them. We want to put the problem on them when in fact, if we're going to be real and have like a legit chat, um, this is where you are settling and playing small and where you are not letting yourself be seen or be more large and in charge or you're not letting yourself go for it this is actually about you we think it's about them we think it's about their filters or we think it's about their success it's not these people don't even know who we are um it's all about us right and it's all about our quest and our journey and our path and our divine purpose and when we see people going for it and we feel triggered sometimes it's just echoing back to us what we should be doing on this planet so think Those people that trigger you, are those people doing something that you should be doing? Don't bullshit. Don't like make up an answer. Like we kind of all know, like if I think about the people who are like, sometimes they trigger me on Instagram and I see them really kicking butt. I'm like, yeah, I know I could be showing up a little bit bigger or I could be going after a little bit bigger things or pursuing stuff that is a little bit more elevated or a little bit different. And you know what? Don't let it trigger you everybody feels like this, every single person. And I want you to feel less alone. And like you have a friend in me because I totally get it. My friend, I a hundred percent, a hundred percent have been there. And, uh, I'm usually there like once a day. It's just about shifting out of it. And if you want to do a little bit more deep diving into yourself and your past and your personal habits, think back about the people who you really compared yourself to growing up. Maybe this was popular kids at school. Maybe this was the cheerleader on the team or like the football player. Those are like the most stereotypical people I could pick. I literally just thought of a scene of High School Musical. Okay. Anywho, no matter my like cheesy metaphor, but think about that person that you used to compare yourself to. And what was the pattern that was playing out? What were they doing that you were thinking like, oh my God, I could be doing that too. And if you had to boil it down, what was the thing that they were showing to the world that you were hiding away from the world? Yeah, that's a really powerful question. Sometimes it's authenticity. Sometimes it is just these people just really being standing tall and who they really are. Maybe it looks like these people are really stepping up to the plate with their goals. Maybe it's people who are not afraid to declare that they're going after big things. Maybe it's people that are just really owning it and they just embody it, or maybe they just have that charisma that maybe you know you are super charismatic too but you don't let it come out or you know maybe they're really outgoing and you know maybe you always wished you were more outgoing too and you probably are you maybe just are not letting it out as much you see these people being like self-expressed and maybe you're like oh man I wish I could be like that too look back at your past and where you did this in high school or like elementary school or like college or at work. Like where were you playing out the same pattern? And bonus, is there some sort of theme? Like, have you been doing this for a while? Like I know for me, I would like look at people who are really going for it. Back in the days when I like wasn't doing KellyTrack.com, I would get like secretly jealous of the people who were going for their dreams and living out their soul's calling and did really work. Like they did work that was aligned with their soul. And I would be like, really, really critical of these people. And I'd be like, well, they're probably not making money, which was like a bad money story, which, ahem, I will be teaching you how to reverse in a new course that I am filming right now. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but like, it would really activate something within me. And I can see this pattern Because I can think oh my god at least like three people off the top of my head who I used to compare myself to all the time And that's because they were going for it and I wasn't and I knew that I knew I could go for it But I wasn't and it really brought something up in me So look back at your past and say hey Have I been doing this for a while? Because this is just a clear signal from the universe that you Gotta be doing that too, right? Maybe this could be a really huge clue because perhaps all the people that you compare yourself to are doing very similar lines of work. I know for me they were all like people that were like teachers or like coaches and they shared their message and no surprise that's like the work I do now like it's very clear looking back, right? But they always say hindsight is 2020. <laughs> I just want you to look and see if there are any themes. It's just pattern recognition, right? You're like, oh, well, I did this in the past and I'm currently playing out. So maybe if I don't fix this, I'm going to keep doing this for the next, I don't know, three to five years until something shifts. It's all about figuring it out sooner. The universe and the divine always sends us messages and lessons and it wants us to get the like cosmic wake up call. And it's going to keep sending it to you until you pick up the phone. This happens a lot. Like, it's gonna really keep bringing these people up until you deal with your thing, right? So if you're getting triggered around people who are going for their dreams and their desires and their goals, like I used to be, it just kept showing them to me again and again and again. So ask yourself, is the universe continually showing me these same types of people? And am I the one that's missing out on the cosmic memo? Hey there, it's me. I'm just swinging by really quickly to interrupt this amazing and divine episode. And I want to pause and ask you this one question. Are you feeling kind of stuck on your path to greatness? Do you feel like there's something out there that you desire, but you're kind of holding yourself back, you're not really going for it, and you're really not showing up for that life calling of yours? If so, I would love to introduce you to the mindset work. So, what exactly is mindset? Well, it's where your mind is set. So, this looks like your thoughts, your beliefs, and how you perceive the world to be. All you need is a couple of quick and simple tools to help you shift the way you think. This is the stuff that has truly transformed my life and has allowed me to soar to the highest level of achievement. Now, I want to teach you these exact skills. They're super easy. And I want to invite you to my free six-day video course called How to Master Your Mindset. So when you enroll, you're going to learn how to ace your inner critic and finally ditch that negative self-talk, how to deal with that fear of yours and really go for what you want, how to overcome those self-limiting beliefs that keep you small, stuck, and settling. You'll learn how to truly step into your personal power and worth and adopt the possibility mindset that allows you to just watch and witness your dreams unfold. So, all you gotta do to get access to this sweet, awesome, and free—yes, I said the magic word, free—course is just kellytrack.com/mindset, and the link is in the show notes. That's kellytrack.com/mindset. All right, peeps. Now back to the show. Now, my third tip for you on this subject is to ask yourself this question. How can I be more embodied in who I really am? How can I really step into this part of me that I have been hiding? Maybe there is a little action step you can take. Maybe it's like when the barista is like asking you like, "Hey, like what do you do for a living?" You say, "Oh yeah, like I'm a poet" versus being like, "Oh yeah, I work as like a marketing consultant." Owning your light and your brilliance a little bit more in just simple, simple ways. This is always the easiest. And it's what I like to call like going for the low hanging fruit, like in self development and in changing your life and in overhauling your patterns and becoming a different person is a lot easier to start with the tiny conversations with the barista that you do not know versus being like telling your in-laws, Hey, I'm going to start this like brand new Etsy shop. And I'm going to sell these like vintage jeans and these like vintage cutoffs, start with the little stuff, like talking to the barista, talking to the post person who's delivering you mail, uh, who's asking you like, Hey, like, why are you working at home in the middle of the day? Like starting with the little stuff, ask yourself the question, like, where can I step into this more fully? What, tiny action steps can I take? Maybe this looks like showing your face on Instagram stories. Maybe this looks like putting up a blog post and writing in a more authentic, real way. Maybe this looks like sharing who you really are a little bit more on your captions on Instagram versus always doing like a one sentence with just like a generic quote. Like maybe it looks like that. The tiny, tiny things, because once you do it at a small level, you can do it again at a little bit of a bigger level, right? I want you just to start with the easy stuff because this process of sort of deconditioning and getting rid of your layers and stepping into more of who you really are, this stuff takes time and it's a lot easier if you start with the small bits first. And heck, if you want a challenge, I encourage you in the next 24 hours to at least once step into this power a little bit more fully. So maybe you see these people who are really creative and they're doing like art shows or their poetry book is doing really well, or something that they're selling on Etsy is doing really amazing. And you're kind of feeling really triggered by these people. Well, in the next 24 hours, how can you step into this creative talent of yours a little bit more fully? What could you do to really own your gifts a little bit more in a brighter way, right? Because that's how we can kind of break these negative patterns within ourselves is by ending the bad behavior of comparing ourselves to others and get focused on just doing it ourselves. The inner critic doesn't have a lot of room to come up when we're busy working. (laughs) So this is one of my biggest things. And one of the things I bring up in my teachings a lot. And in my courses, there's a really consistent theme of like, do it now, start now, start here. Because, you know, if we just wait and we're like, oh yeah, I'll say I'm working on my donut shop (laughs) and starting a donut shop, you know, when the time is right. I'll tell everybody on Facebook when the time is right. Well, if you say you're going to need a lot of time to do it. Your inner critic has a really long time to talk to you and will potentially convince you out of it. That's why I'm all about short time frames. Like, just post on Facebook now. Hey guys, I'm opening up a donut shop at the end of the month. I would love for you to come by. I know I have a degree in finance and I would love for you to enjoy one of my gluten-free and vegan donuts. You can buy it at the pop-up market here. Just get yourself out there and like, do it now. Do something tiny right now. Something that would really shift the game for you or allow you to step up into your self-worth a little bit more. Because as soon as you take that one tiny action step and you do it really quickly, you're going to feel a lot more powerful. And then all of a sudden, these people on Instagram or Facebook, they're not going to hold as much power over you because you are starting to work your way up to playing at that level too. Now, my fourth tip for you is going to be a little basic, but it really works. So eliminate the sources where you feel like your self-comparison gets really triggered. And you're like, oh, come on, Kelly, that's all you got. Okay, hear me out. I know for me, when it comes to doing really creative work, I have to cut off a lot of stuff where I know I'm going to get triggered or like look at other people's stuff. And I have to focus on staying in my own lane. I really care about doing work that the world hasn't seen before, especially when it comes time to making a course or creating a product or creating something really different. I try to like really pull in stuff that nobody on planet earth is doing. Like your conscious empire is a very different theme because I'm roping in, you know, you know, business and what I learned in Silicon Valley and tech and business school, and then I have this layer of mindset and self help and the universe and the law of attraction and manifestation. It's like it's a different flavor, right? And it attracts a certain kind of student, right? Person who's really. Looking to, you know, do 50-50, you do 50% of the work and the universe does 50% of the work and learn legit business strategies and like learn the proper style of startups and entrepreneurship, but like mixed in with this twist of like intuition and flow and alignment and ease and uh, manifesting. (laughs) I got to stay in my own lane in order to produce this work, which means in full honesty, like I don't sign up to email newsletters and I have like a separate email account. If I'm going to be on somebody's email newsletter, I have no newsletters coming to my work email. I have like two that I sign up for that come to my personal email. And these are like people that I work with or coaches I'm looking to hire or like people's products I'm actually looking to buy. But I'm like so focused on staying in my own lane because I know the second I get on like, somebody's newsletter who teaches like business tips, it's going to start tainting my own work. And I don't want to do that because the same thing goes with you and your creative work and what you're trying to do in the world. There are people out there who want to hear from you. They want to hear it in your words. They want to hear it in your voice. And the second you try to speak like somebody else, it's not interesting because it's not coming from you, right? Like I could try to sound like somebody else. Like say I was trying to teach you business, or say I am trying to teach you marketing and sound like Seth Godin, who has a very particular writing style. Like you might not be interested in that because that's not me. And Seth Godin and I are very different. And we explain things in very different ways. You want it from me. You maybe don't want it from Seth, or maybe you like Seth and you like both of our flavors, but they're different. The exact same thing goes with you and what you're pursuing. It's got to come from you. And the best way to stay in your own lane is to just cut out the sources. So what does this really look like? I encourage you to really evaluate if you're on people's email lists where you are like spying on them, okay, we're going to be like real. Back in the day uh, when I had first had like an email list, I like noticed a ton of people who were like never going to buy my things. And I felt like they were quote unquote, like spying on my work or like wanted to see what I was doing or were like interested, but were just like there to like lurk. If you are one of these people or and you say, for example, you're a graphic designer and you're on somebody's email list, who's also a graphic designer. And every time you get an email from her, you're like, comparing yourself to her and it makes you feel angry every time you open it and you're like oh her email is so good why is mine not like this get off her email list like don't do that because your clients want your way of writing and your design and the way you put colors and shapes together they don't want the other person's find the places where you know you are allowing yourself to be tainted by these other people's ways of doing things and eliminate it so get off their email list if it is messing with your creative flow or whatever you're doing in the world if it's been bothering you a ton on instagram unfollow them or like mute them for a while doesn't matter you know when we unfollow people it's really not about them it's about us remember everything is about us and how it makes us feel so even if you're like oh my god they're gonna be like oh my god maybe she unfollowed me and maybe they have like a tracker doesn't matter. It's not really about them. It's about you and your work and you staying in your own lane and you respecting your own creative art. So just like totally mute or unfollow. This is legit my strategy. Like if I get triggered enough. There are accounts that I just had to unfollow and you can always come back. Like you can come back when it's no longer triggering or when you feel like you have done a lot of creative work and it doesn't bother you anymore, or you're really in your own lane and seeing their work doesn't impact you anymore. You can always come back, but I do encourage you to use the unfollow button. The unfollow button is my favorite button on Instagram. Seriously, seriously, because I don't want, other people's stuff really clogging up my brain and like, I want to follow the people that make me feel good. And like every single time I get bombarded with like, you know, the messages and the ads, holy crap, the ads, (laughs) I like to use the unfollow button. It works wonders and it's very easy. So if the people are really triggering you unfollow, that's totally cool. Now, this is a piece I teach in Your Conscious Empire about like really the importance of staying in your own lane and creating your own work, especially when you are doing stuff that's like different. It's a lot easier to unfollow and remove yourself from the mailing list and just unsubscribe than it is to continually try to master your mindset or like really overcome your judgment. Like it's just a lot easier to remove the source. Like if something is like poking you, if you have like something in your shoe, it's like a You know, when you have like sand or like a pebble in your shoe, rather than trying to be like, I'm going to be like a Zen master and not let this pain bother me. It's a lot easier to take the pebble out of your shoe and be done with it. So I just encourage, you know, unfollow, unsubscribe, eliminate the source because then you don't have to like continually try to, you know, shift your thoughts and master your mindset and like all that stuff I teach. Just eliminate the source. Hey there, it's me. I just want to interrupt this amazing episode and remind you that there is a sweet giveaway going on. All you got to do is scroll over on your Apple Podcasts app, click the Kelly Track Show, scroll down to write a review and leave your rave review and Instagram handle so I can find you. And then you will be entered to win both Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, which are my two top-notch courses. So when you're done enjoying this episode, be sure to go leave a rating and review and the universe will so give you a cosmic wink and some good karma will flow your way today. And if you need a visual of what I'm talking about, just go to kellytrack.com giveaway and it's totally right there for you. All right, peeps, back to the show. Now, my fifth tip is to not beat yourself up about it because whenever I'm coaching a client, they always say something like this. They're like, I know this is going to sound bad, but like, I really compare myself to so-and-so or like, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. This account on Instagram like always makes me feel bad whenever I like see that person doing their work we all experience this and it's so normal and it's so human, but like, nobody says that nobody's like going on Instagram and being like, Hey everybody, these are all the accounts that like trigger me and make me feel bad about myself. We don't do that. Um, but we all have those accounts and we like All know what that feeling's like. And it happens quite a bit given our digital world. Now, I want to tell you something else. And this ties in with another point I really want to articulate with you here today. When we compare ourselves to certain people online, say for example, you compare yourself to Sally. Sally is really doing amazing. She has that cupcake shop and it does super well. And you're like, dang it, I want to start my own donut shop, but there's Sally really kicking butt. Now, this is going to baby really, really out blow your mind. So you compare yourself to Sally and you know what? There are people out there that compare themselves to you. When I had this like aha moment, it was like the weirdest thing ever. So you spend a lot of time and energy looking at Sally's account and Sally's cupcake shop and how cute the like bags are and the to-go compostable cups. You're like, oh my God, everything is so cute. I'll never be able to make a donut shop like that. Therefore, I shouldn't even start. You spend a lot of time doing that and then you get angry with yourself for doing that. And then there is somebody or a couple people or many people who look at your Instagram and your stuff and your social media and your website and your branding or, you know, how you perform at work and how you show up or how you dress. And they think the exact same thing about themselves. This is nuts. And there is so much wasted energy that goes into looking at other people's things and comparing ourselves to others, because maybe Jenny compares herself to you and you compare yourself to Sally. And think about how much time we could all get back in the world. If we just stopped doing this so much, Jenny could just do her own stuff. Uh, you could just do your own stuff. And you know what? There is somebody out there that Sally looks to like Sally might be looking over at Wendy and like, she's really looking at Wendy's stuff and thinking, Oh my God, my cupcake shop isn't even that good think about how much stuff we could get done as a collective if we just started to eliminate this behavior. Because if we all did our own stuff and worked on our own stuff and did the things we really wanted to do instead of comparing ourselves to others, uh, I feel like there'd be like a huge positive surplus in the world because people would be more productive. Uh, People would stop looking at people's Instagram things and they would just get to work (laughs) because it's really wasted. Literally, I want you to envision this. Think about the people that go on your Instagram account and like compare themselves to you. That is like the weirdest feeling ever. You're like, really? What? People compare myself? People literally compare themselves to me? People do. People do. And like, think about how bizarre that is. And you're like, "Uh, that's like sort of a waste of time. Literally envision the conversations you had. Say Jenny approached you and said, hey, your account makes me feel really self-conscious, you would be like, uh, I just encourage you to go do that thing you want to do. And if you told Sally, hey, your cupcake shop makes me feel uh, really self-conscious and I compare myself to you, Sally would probably just say, "Uh, you should just do the donut shop. That thing is amazing to create. And if you want bakery tips, let me help you. We would like really talk to the people who are in the downstream so differently like think about it honestly say somebody who followed you on instagram came up to you tomorrow and said hey like i've been really comparing myself to you it makes me feel uncomfortable i see you having this success i see you going for it and like it makes me feel lesser about my life you'd be like my dear friend hello you can do it too duh it's so obvious like please go for it i'm cheering you on I did it, therefore you should be able to do it too. And it's like easy and let me help you. That's like probably the exact conversation you'd have, right? So just think about that because there are people who are comparing themselves to you. And like, I don't know, that's like an interesting one to think about. (laughs) You know, when you're like thinking about stuff really late at night and you're like, oh my God, E equals MC squared, wow. Okay, I don't really think about those equations, but you know what I mean? It's like when you're having those like moments and you're like, oh my God. And it's just like, everything's like blowing your mind. That is one of the things that blows my mind when I think about people that compare themselves to me because I'm like, "Uh, stop, go do your own thing and your own thing is gonna be awesome. So I encourage you to think about that in your life too because I bet you it happens and I am confident that it happens and it happens probably a lot more than you even think. Now, my sixth tip for you is to not sit in it. It's really easy to sit in the negative feelings and the self-comparison and like, you know, that feeling of I'm already on Instagram. So might as well just keep scrolling. Sometimes it can really get away on us. But once you have that awareness and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. I'm comparing myself to strangers on the internet. Take a second to actively shift out of it. It's like you're switching the gears of the car. You have to put the car in another gear in order to change it, right? You have to do something different, like put the phone away, put Facebook away, close out of it, log out, OMG, log out of it. Don't just like close it from the browser. (laughs) You can log out of it. That's like an amazing activity you can do. But think about how you can really shift if you are staring at somebody on the street and you're like really comparing yourself to them, move your eyes in another direction, you know? Like literally take your hands off the hot potato instead of like scalding your hands holding this thing just let it go let it fall to the floor do something else i know this tip is like perhaps one that seems pretty basic but honestly it works it's like literally switching gears doing something totally different and like totally reverting out of it If your ego is really used to clinging on tightly and your inner critic is really used to giving you all this crap when it sees other people rocking it or looking great or being really successful out there or maybe winning top sales achiever in your company, if your ego and inner critic are really used to that, Give them something else to distract itself with. like Be like, okay, now we're going to switch gears and work on this. Like I always find instead of letting my mind and ego run free, I just like to give my brain a task. I'm like, okay, now we're going to do something differently. It's like you're speaking to a small child who's like very fixated on the Legos and you don't want to play Legos anymore. You're like, okay, now we're going to play with the balloon animals. Okay, we're going to play this game over here. It works so well for the ego and the inner critic and the mind to give it something else. Let it hang out and do something totally different. So, this could look like turning your phone on airplane mode and going out for a walk. This looks like taking a break from your desk at work and comparing yourself to your coworker and just going outside for a little break and maybe getting a coffee. But this really does look like pulling yourself out of this scenario. If you have to do it physically, that's even better because you can actually like leave the space, right? That's like triggering you or bothering you or bringing up those inner critic gremlins and go do something else and do something that's a little bit more nourishing and grounding and something that lights you up because as soon as you come back, you'll feel way better. I know for me, every single time I choose to go for a walk and clear my head, I feel amazing. And the same stuff is not bothering me anymore. All right, cool. So those are the six strategies I want to give you today. So in summary, these are them. Number one, who are the people that are triggering you and why? Number two, what are they doing that you are not letting yourself do? Because remember, jealousy tells us what we should be doing. And the universe is trying to get us to see the memo. Number three, how are you going to commit to showing up more fully and embodied as how you want to be in this world? Four, really stop doing stuff that triggers you, aka mute, block, unfollow, and set up personal boundaries with yourself when it comes to self-comparison, especially on the internet. Number five, don't beat yourself up about it. It's super normal. And number six, try not to sit in it, shift gears, do something different, and shake things up to get out of your inner critic and ego. Now, I also want to answer some listener questions. So I asked beforehand what kind of questions you guys had regarding self-comparison, and I'm going to answer them for you live. The first question I got was so good, and I read it and I was like, oh man, I was in those shoes. So the question is this, how do I stop comparing myself to others when I feel like everybody else is a million miles ahead of me? Man, okay, holy cow everybody is going to be on different paths and different journeys, right? So everybody started at different times and people always say like, don't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle or end. I love that. I know that sounds so cheesy and kind of a lame piece of advice that I've heard online and I kind of roll my eyes up, but it's true. Like, You know, when we look at people's Instagram highlight reels or people's sales they've done in the year or where people are in a company or any kind of that kind of stuff, there is so much back end work that goes into that. And sometimes you just have to remind yourself, you know, these people are like five years out, 10 years out or 20 years out than you. And a lot of the times we don't even know how much back end work has gone into them being there at that level of success. like We just have no clue. I think if people like look at my stuff for the very first time, they're like, wow, Kelly's got her shit together. Uh, Kelly, I'm speaking in third person. This is weird. Kelly also spent uh, a lot of time not knowing what she was doing and failing. And there was a lot of back-end work where nothing sexy was happening and I wasn't making any money. So I think it just depends on where people are at in the journey. So just don't forget that you are on your own path. These people are on their own path and Don't compare your starting lines with the point where they might be like 10 years down the road. If anything, I would use these people to fuel you as motivation and as, you know, people that you can look to and be like, wow, these people are doing it. They're rocking it. They're role models for me, AKA as Lacey Phillips would say, these people are expanders for me. Look at them in that light. This one is such a fascinating one too, because I remember really feeling like this, especially when I was starting my business, everybody felt. Light years ahead of me. And it was like, I still didn't know what I was doing. I really understand that feeling. Just understand that you're on your own divine path and purpose. And the way everything works in life is divinely planned. And there is something in store for you when it's supposed to come. So I know that is a very vague statement, but it's the only thing I can say looking back at my life and reminiscing on those feelings I had. Everything comes when it's ready and everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And just because you don't know or you're uncertain or it feels like there's a lot of movement and you're sort of staying still, trust that it's all working for you in your favor and that life and the universe has a plan for you. Even when I started my business, I literally thought I was going to do health stuff and health coaching. And that's like vastly, vastly different from what I do now and what I offer. And there's a huge component of trust and just knowing that you're going to get there. And your version of quote unquote, getting there is probably going to come in a way you have never imagined or never expected. And you can't even dream up. Like if someone had said, rewind two years ago, Hey Kelly, you're going to do a course on like money mindset and business. And you're going to take business coaching clients. I'd be like, uh, why? And I don't really think so. And I don't want that future. Cause I, I really was like dead set on like health and like wellness. And lo and behold, I don't do any of that anymore. So just know that you're going to go somewhere amazing. And if your future is going to be so bright and shiny that you can't even visualize it yet, because it's something amazing that you can't even see because it's never happened to you before. So trust, trust, trust to be the key word here. Okay. The next question is this one. Hey, Kelly. Okay. So I have a bad habit of comparing myself to my friends. Any tips or any pieces of advice? Thank you in advance. Okay. Friend groups, man. Holy cow. Okay. This is a really great question. (laughs) So naturally we compare ourselves to our friends. We did this growing up. We tried to fit in. We wanted to be liked by others. We looked at what other people were doing and then tried to fit within the mold. (laughs) So know that you come by this naturally. And honestly, I would encourage you to just remember that you are super different. And even though you guys are friends and you have a lot of stuff in common, nobody is you. Nobody is the same as you. Nobody has your heart. Nobody has your soul. Nobody has your two hands. And nobody sees the world like you see it. So what you have to offer is very different and unique. And... Whatever they're doing, they're on their own path. They're doing their own thing. And it doesn't matter, you know, what they're doing. And even if it's like really awesome and they're kicking butt or they're making lots of money or they're taking great vacations or they're posting cute pics with their partner in the pumpkin patch and you're not, it doesn't matter. Um, You're on your own journey. So I would just encourage you to remember that as much as you can. You're doing your own thing and you're on your own path. Whatever is meant for you is going to be coming your way because you are you. Plus, I want to say that it's really admirable that you wrote in and you said that you compare yourself to your friends because we all do this secretly, but never say it out loud. So I am giving you a cosmic high five. (laughs) Um, This is so common and we all do this. So you're not alone. Everybody else listening to the show is like, "Uh uh-huh, I do that too. And they're nodding their head with you. So know that you are not alone in this. Everybody feels like this too. Now, another great question I received is this one. And it says, sometimes when I see amazing people or meet amazing people, I really feel inferior and like I'm not good enough because I don't have the same talents and skills that they'd have. Man, this is a great question. Once again, everybody has been in your shoes and everybody feels like this too. I would encourage you to remember that there is a chance that you might have those exact same gifts. What you admire that in them is probably what you have within yourself, but perhaps you don't let it shine, or you don't let it show, or you don't let the real world see it. I would really dig into that and really get clear, am I hiding something here? Do I potentially have these same gifts, but I'm not showcasing them? Usually the people we admire are just like us, but they are maybe like five to 10 steps down the road. And the universe will send us these people that are like beautiful and magnetic and bright and energetic. And sometimes we're like, oh my God, I'm so not like them. And we feel really inferior in their presence. I would bet you 10 bucks, <laughs> 10 dollar bills that you know what? I bet you have those same qualities, yet you are not showcasing them on a you know grander, larger level or the fact that you haven't tapped into realizing that you have those. I would also encourage you to get curious and like, just look at this as like a mini self-development experiment. I would encourage you to look at the people you feel inferior around and be like, do these people have a common theme? I know for me, I used to feel inferior around people who were like really going for their dreams. They could talk to anybody at a party. They were really charismatic. They were super outgoing. They were really loving. Um, And they were doing stuff that they really enjoyed doing and they were pursuing their soul's purpose. And I felt really intimidated by these people and I felt so inferior because I felt like I was really off the mark. I would ask yourself, is there a common and consistent theme? Because chances are, if there is a theme, I bet you once again, that the universe is trying to get you to see something like, yo friend, you got these talents too. I promise you they're in there somewhere. You just have to realize them because what you admire in others is usually a reflection of your own gifts. I would just encourage you to take a peek and do a little searching and see if that resonates for you. Now, one more thing I want to add here is that if you're really looking at other people and like talking yourself out of your dreams and you're really dabbling in a lot of self-doubt and self-comparison, I would say this is a mindset issue. So all it takes is just a little bit of mindset help and a little bit of mindset support. So I would totally encourage you to take a peek at that six-day free video course I made for you called How to Master Your Mindset. It's going to be in the show notes as well. It's just kellytrack.com slash mindset and then boom, instant access. It will walk you through this a little bit more in depth because when we look at others and we compare ourselves to others that's just an internal mindset thing right it's just something that's happening in our head and mindset just means where your mind is set and what you're looking at and what you're focusing on so if you can just shift the focus and shift the attention and shift the perception and have a new awareness around what's going on it will feel a lot better. So, self-comparison and jealousy is so included in the mindset game. So, I would love to help you and take your skills to the next level with this free me course and mini training if it speaks and calls to you. So it's just Kellytrack.com slash mindset. So, my friends, that is the entire show for you today. That is everything. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show, for rating and reviewing the podcast. I so appreciate you. Those ratings and reviews are so beautiful and so kind and they always warm my heart. So I appreciate you. I love you. You are my fave. I believe in you. Go out there, kick some serious butt. You got this. Kelly Track is cheering you on with a big foam finger over here from Vancouver, Canada. So that's all, peeps. Thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'll catch you back here soon. All right. Adios. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.